Listen, I've probably been the most hesitant to be playing around with the Tiki Talkie, but it is now the number one social media platform out there and it cannot be denied. So that's why I've been going all in and really maneuvering and finding out how you can make TikTok work for any business that you have without having a gajillion followers. And I have been mastering that in a big way. That's why I want to invite you to a TikTok workshop in March. You do not want to miss it. For more information, just go to rockstalks.co. Totally worth it. You'll love it. Welcome to Rocks Talks, the podcast that helps network marketers grow their business on social media. Now, this month, I've been highlighting some of the fantastic and wonderful social stories um, clients that I have, people in the community of social stories. And I'm really, really excited to introduce to you the next partnership duo um, couple. It happens to be Debbie and Daryl Mason. Now, why? one of the reasons, first of all, I love them and you're going to see the a billion gajillion reasons to love them as well too. But if you recall, previously on the podcast, we've talked about how to run your business successfully when you may be in, a, in an environment that's not supportive, whether it's your spouse or your family or your friends and you're trying to do network marketing and, and they just aren't having it. Um, and we've talked about that in the past. And so I love having a juxtaposition of that and showing you a couple who is so supportive and in different ways in different stages. So I cannot wait for you to hear Debbie and Daryl Mason's story. And you get, and I hope that it will help you whatever point of your business you're in, just get a little bit more perspective on how it could be, perhaps, um, or how you can just, how, it, hopefully it'll inspire you um, and your spouse or significant other to get a little bit more on board than they are if that's what's needed, or just how to be supportive. It's going to be great. I can't wait for you to listen to it. Are you a part of the Rocks Talks podcast community? Now, you might be saying, of course I am. I listen to it. I'm there at 8 a.m. every Wednesday morning when a new episode comes out. Yes, I'm part of the community. But are you on the list? Now, you might be thinking another list, Roxanne. But come on, you and I talk about lists. You get lists. But here's why I highly recommend you get on the Rocks Talks podcast list. Because when you're on the Rocks Talks podcast list, you get complete and full access to the Rocks Talks podcast database, labyrinth, encyclopedias, whatever you want to call it. It's your video opportunity to be able... Think about like Google, but like video Google search. Like what? Yes. Literally, you type in a topic that might be interesting to you. Let's say it's, I don't know, um, Facebook pages. You type that in and you'll have an opportunity to see every time on the podcast we've ever spoken about Facebook pages, all at your all at your fingertips. It'll take you directly to that spot. How great does that sound? It, I cannot wait for you to get your hands on it. And simply by being part of the Rocks Talks podcast community, you get full access for free. So to find out more information and get on the Rocks Talks podcast list, just simply go to rockstalkspodcast.com. See you over there. Good to see you all. Hey, 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 hey. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. You are the first, just a little like stat trivia, the first married couple to be on the podcast. And Daryl, I think you're the maybe fourth, no more than five men have been on the podcast. What an honor. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Well, you guys are here. Well, I mean, I'm so excited you said yes, because you guys are so inspirational in so many different ways. And you're almost like that magical unicorn in the network marketing space where we all say we want that. We'd love to have that partner relationship, but how many actually do or know how to get there? So, um, and I would say if you miss their clubhouse, but clubhouse is not recorded, but I just, you know, you guys did a clubhouse for, for the social stories club in April that just like, it was amazing in so many great ways. And I know that you're going to keep doing them because I've just decided it's going to be that way. Uh, <laughs> see, I'm manifesting that, making that happen. Right. Um, <laughs> so we'd love to know a little bit about how, like, how did you guys get in the network marketing space? Like, tell us how it all began. Give us the deets. You want to start? Yeah. Maybe we ought to give a little, little background, just a, a little bit about us yeah. as a couple. And, you know, we talk about supporting each other, me supporting Debbie in business. We've, we've really always been that way. We've never been one of those, this is mine, that's yours kind of couples. We, and our families, each one of our families was not that way, but we just kind of evolved uh, to where, you know, we, we worked with each other. Uh, whether it was yard work, we were out there both doing it. It wasn't just my job and housework. You know, I was, you know, uh, helping Debbie with that, you know, kind of. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> but uh, what well, we did. And, it, you know, it just made sense for us, you know, to help each other, whether it was, you know, on the financial side. We were all in this together. So, you know, that's kind of how we started, don't you think? I do, I do think that's how we started. But we got a network marketing after many, 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 many years of turning everyone down. I mean, from the time we got married, probably the first year we were married, we had um, Amway and Cutco Knives and some insurance. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Calling us. Can we come talk with you about network marketing? And I don't think they called it network marketing back then. No, they didn't. Whatever they called it, he was so turned off by it. And I was too, really. I kind of... um, I have a tendency to have a bad feeling about it too. And so he always had a negative feeling about network marketing. And he would tell people, um, I don't mind if you come talk to me about your business, if you don't mind if I tell you no, because I am going to tell you no. And so that's how close-minded we were. I mean, we were so close-minded. Well, let me, let me throw a little bit in there. I, I was skeptical. No, you were close-minded. I was skeptical, but I listened <laughs> to them, but there was nothing that they really – but say, you know, like one guy was talking about, oh, we're going to come out, you know, with a product that's a interest-free mortgage. I said, I said, I'll tell you what, when you get that going, just let me know. Because, you know, if it's a, if it's a mortgage with no interest, how is anybody going to make any money off of it? I said, let me know when they've got one of those. So, you know, I, I would ask probing questions and, you know, a lot of times they didn't have the right kind of answer. So it wasn't anything that interests me. Plus, you know, I was uh, you know, focused on, on my kind of my work, my engineering work. So it wasn't something that I could dive into anyway. So it really just didn't pique our interest uh, that much. Yeah, it's interesting to me that, first of all, how long have y'all been married? 44 years. 44 years. I love that. So for a good chunk of that, almost 40 years, you've been approached by different network marketing companies. Absolutely. Yep, yep. Well, we've been in general marketing now for 10 years. So 34 right. years, we 34 were approached, literally all 34 years. And it doesn't surprise me, honestly, because if if I met y'all as a couple, I'd be like, oh my gosh, they'd be amazed. Like I would want to recruit you. So I could see why that has happened time and time again. 
Um, what made you finally say, I mean, you were skeptical. You both were skeptical and you loved the banter, obviously with them, polite, polite banter, which I exactly. love. But what made you decide 10 years ago, okay, I'm going to do this. This is the time. Well, a, a, a girl that I did not know, he went to high school with her, but I did not know her and I'd never met her. An old Actually, girlfriend. No, <laughs> <that's> not. <laughs> I was wondering. That's the information I needed to know. Um, she reached out to me privately on, in a Facebook message and she a super simple blurb. And I always use this as an example because we always tend to make things more complicated than they are. And this is how simple this message was. I've started a business with the doctors that created Proactive. I don't know if you have anything you might need, but this might be a good opportunity if you're interested. Here's a link. And that's all she said. And I was riding down the road and I was reading this private message to him. And I'm like, first of all, I do not believe they're the doctors that created proactive. That's exactly what I said. Who's the skeptic? I know, but you taught me that. (laughs) So I did not believe that they were the doctors that created proactive. I felt like we had always felt all these years. That's a line to get me, you know, hooked. And so um, I went, we had, we're headed to a grocery store. I walked in the grocery store and I went straight looking for me a proactive brochure. And when I flipped the brochure on the back, there was Dr. Rodan and Dr. Fields. And I said, look, Daryl, that's the truth. And he said, I think we need to look at that. And so we came back home and we just really started doing our due diligence. And at that point, we felt like that, that was an opportunity that we could not let go. And so I didn't ask for his permission. I asked for his, um, his guidance, his opinion. And he said, do it. And I said, okay. And I immersed myself hook, line and sinker. And I did, you know, I did all my due diligence. I did my homework. I listened to my calls. I took, I did everything I was supposed to do. I was extremely coachable. And from the get go, we were, I, I walked my very first month in business. I paid back all of my business kit and, and more. And so I felt like, okay, this was really meant to be. And I, and I just continued over the 10 years to evolve and learn about the profession of network marketing. And it's only cemented our belief in the industry that we spent so many years fighting. Can I, can I throw something in here? I don't think she'll mind. I don't think so. <laughs> well, when, when she brought that to me and, and, and I really – like the idea of knowing who the doctors were, they already had been successful and they were coming out with this new business and it was early in the business cycle. But, but on a personal level, I mean, all through, you know, my career, whether it was going to school, whether it was working, whether it was transferring, you know, out of state or, you know, different, different things you were doing for my work. In my mind, this was my opportunity to, to support Debbie in a business of hers. I mean, you know, I'm the one that, you know, you know, had the career and she was kind of in a supporting role, even though it was extremely important with the kids and everything else, because I couldn't have made it through school without her and wouldn't have been very done very well in my career either, probably. But, you know, this was my opportunity, you know, to to step back and let her have some success, let her have the spotlight and, and, and support her. And, you know, the the side benefit is she's making money. And so who doesn't like that? And I'm not threatened. I said, look, it doesn't bother me if you want to make millions of dollars. That's great with me. I won't feel threatened the least bit. You just, you just bring. <laughs> and you it won't home. mind a bit, would you? you? Won't mind a bit. You just bring it home. And so, you know, that's kind of the way way I was I, I was thinking about it from the beginning. But I wasn't really thinking about being active. Uh, it was more being a passive kind of support at home, not really being active. But that kind of evolved as it went along. So, you want me to talk about that a little bit? 
Uh, let me pause you really quickly. I want to make sure I give due um, because everyone's in different network marketing companies. And so when exactly. they, hear, they hear that you say something like you're able to pay back your kit in the first month, I just want everyone to know in the company you're with, that's a significant amount of money you were able to see. It it really was because, you know, in all network marketing companies, I believe I could be wrong. You don't have to purchase product as a business kit. And, but I believed because I was told, and I I believe that to this day, that you got to be a product of your product. I don't care what company you're in. You got to be a product of your product. And I wanted desperately to know my products. And so I bought as much as I could at a reduced price. And we call that a business kit. And so to be able to get that back, I mean, you know, just to be able to to be able to look at him and say, hey, I paid all of that back in one month. Yep. You know, that was very empowering for me. It cemented my belief right there. Yep. For sure. So, for sure. And again, it's a the kit she's talking about is a significant chunk of change kit compared to other network marketing. Absolutely. I just want people to think big when they hear that. Um, also, Daryl. The, what one of the things you said that's just so great, and I love seeing is the support you guys have for each other. I mean, you you're like I'm not threatened. I you've done all this for our family, and I want to support you in this way is is very remarkable, and I think a great way to look at it for anyone um, out there. I want you to continue your story, but I do want to at least harken back because um, those of you, those who have listened to the podcast regularly know that recently, a few months ago, we had there was an episode that was about how to deal with an unsupportive, um, unsupportive spouse or really was like a significant other. And so what I love about listening to you guys is you guys are the antithesis of that in the sense of supporting each other and, and rooting on. So Debbie, you started on your own. I did. Daryl, you weren't in the business initially, correct? But you were, you were totally supportive of what she was doing and what she was putting into it. And, And I actually was working out of town basically all week long. Every week. Yeah, every week. It was just, you know, continuously had a project that I was working on. And I came home, you know, on Fridays. So, but that gave me an opportunity, you know, the evenings, I'd, I'd go out to dinner or something like that, or people that I would meet as part of the business that were locals to where I was staying. So that gave me an opportunity to, you know, at least, you know, it's all, it was always on my mind. I always was listening and, and, and looking and aware, hey, this person might be good for Debbie's business. So, you know, when the opportunity came just to throw it out in a conversation, oh, yeah, my wife started this great new business, you know, and just kind of leave it there. And I said, what did you do? And then I could go, you know, kind of tell them a little bit about it. So it was nothing real elaborate, but just an opportunity for me to, you know, to broach the subject. And it got to where, you know, I started carrying some of her business cards. And I would always say, you know, because a lot of these were people I didn't know, hey, this is my wife. There's some business card pictures on here, you know, you know, you look like you'd really be, you know, be, be great for her business. You ought to let her talk to you or send you some information. You, know, you also okay? started carrying sample packs around. I did. I did, didn't I? I did. So, you know, I, I could do those little things. I, you know, that was that was uh, something simple that I could do. And, uh, you know, we've met spouses uh, uh, that's wives are in the business, you know, later down the road. And they say, oh, that's her little thing. It's like, why wouldn't you support them? Well, you know? two, my, my biggest power leg in my organization, he brought into the business for me. Um, she was a restaurant manager and he, and he would tell, come home and tell me when she's running that restaurant, it's different. Yeah. I can yeah. tell a difference when she's there. Yeah. And so he started talking with her and she had um, already joined another network marketing company. And he said, well, I'll tell you what I'll do. I will teach you what I learn 
And um, that way you can grow your business. And so we didn't pressure her. I went up there and met her and we talked and I, and, and I did the same thing. I'll help you any way I can. Yep. And so probably three or four months later, she just out of the blue just reached out and said, I'm ready to join you in business. And so that has been my biggest power leg. And he brought her in. So Well, Warren, I, you did too, because when you went up there, that, that kind of, I think, sealed the deal. But what she was saying about her other business is I don't get support from, from my upline, the people that brought me in. So, you know, so I think she could tell, you know, from the way we acted that we would support her. Well, in her, her, business. her philosophy was if they will support me in another business, yeah. how much more will they support me in their business? Absolutely. And so I think that's a real, um, a real lesson for people to don't just look at everyone as, as your prospect. But, you know, they, I've always heard that if you, if you set out in life to help someone, it will come back. And so I, I kind of think that was, that was coming back because we didn't have any preconceived notions that she would join us in business. Yeah. We just figured after the fact she'd just join another one that she, we would just help her be successful in that business. And we were, and, and we were genuine. And we were not sure. We were genuine. We didn't have any, that's what I'm saying. We didn't have any, any yeah. uh, Ill, Ill will or any, any preconceived notions. We just were going to help her be successful in hers. And so, and her uh, and her story is a, a whole different podcast. Yeah, it is. One day we'll, we'll tell you about her. So that's it's all pretty cool. I'll look forward to that. But I, you know, so many things are a the fact that, and you call it simple and easy, Daryl. It, it, while it is, I think there are a lot of people listening that think to themselves, "Wow, if my husband would just mention my business, I know, wouldn't that be something?" But to mention someone's business, you actually have to take interest in it and learn a little bit about the business, exactly. yeah. which is awesome that you did that as well, too, uh, is, is phenomenal. Um, and it just is. Support. Well, the first thing was I wanted, I was interested in the compensation plan. So, <laughs> you know, I mean, just, you know, I want to figure this out. Well, number one, I needed to know, but you also have to be able to explain it to someone that, that you're asking to, to join your business. And I didn't feel comfortable explaining it if I didn't understand it. So, you know, that's kind of how I started getting into what the business was about. And, you know, if I was going to talk about products, I needed to know something about products. And uh, uh, I actually told this story several times. We were in in a mall in Las Vegas visiting and there was a shop, a tea. They were had samples of tea, you know. She's probably been there. Probably so. In, In California. Yeah. And uh, so anyway, so I just started talking about this. You know, have you ever thought about, you know, going in business for yourself and yada, yada, yada? And I told her, you know, this, this business, she said, what's in the products? And I'm looking for Debbie. Oh, Debbie, you need to come handle this. You know, and I, I didn't know. And I was really uncomfortable. And she just walked away. Like, if you don't know any more about that than, than what you're showing me, that I'm not interested. So that showed me that I need, if I was going to do that, uh, on a long-term basis and really get serious about it, that I needed to know something about the products. It was really a good lesson. It was. A good lesson and your takeaway from it was really good because some might go, well, then I'm not going to talk about it anymore because I can't answer that question. Exactly right. You know, and you said, well, let me figure out what's in the product so I can answer that question the next time. So how did this turn into, um, and, and frankly, like, the support that you've just described that you had with Debbie's business, that enough? Like if I'm sure if I polled most network marketers, they'd be like, I'll have one of those, please. <laughs> but what is it that that changed the business changed where you decided you were officially going to be in business with Debbie? Well, 
As far as just joining the business or getting into business? Yeah, what made you decide to join me in business? I think it's it was, well, it's like if I'm going to be supporting on the sidelines, why not be partners? And, and I didn't know this at the time, but, you know, I, I would see very few other spouses, especially husbands, because most of most of it was mostly women in business, you know, supporting their wives. There were some, and there were some in our in our organization. But there seemed to be something, you know, special about a spouse, not just supporting, like, yeah, I let her do that kind of thing, but being there, you know, as an equal partner, talking about products, you're a team, you're working there because it's unusual. But each one of you, I think, you know, uh, has has energy, but there's synergy that develops between both of you doing it. And people say, hey, if both of them are really sold on this, you know, it's probably really good. If you see uh, a spouse off to the side, just kind of being there. And I've heard some, you know, would be at, at corporate events and they'd be off, you know, off on the side making snide rep- I mean, remarks about their wife's business. I mean, like, really? Why would you do that? You know, unless you're, you know, threatened by it or, or something. So there was something powerful that, that that was there from us being, you know, whether it's at a event together, uh, uh, you know, doing presentations together and things like that, because I could kind of give my, you know, my my part of my presentation would be either about, about the business or about the compensation or something like that. So people could see that. But when he, when he physically decided to join the business, like he told you a few minutes ago, he had been working out of town for years and years, mm-hmm. and he had reached the point where... Four years, yeah. Yeah, but you had done that prior to that. Yeah, too. That's about eight out of nine years. Like yeah. When you were at Carmen D. And so he made the decision that he was not, no longer going to work out of town. And he didn't know what he was going to do. And so I said, well, why don't you just, you know, let me let me add you to the business as my partner. And we can literally capitalize on that. So that's how you actually got in the business. That that meant, I said, I said so that means you'll be my boss. Is that is that what you're saying? She said, That's not yeah. exactly what you said, but we won't say that on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, I love you too. Um, what would you say from that first experience of being officially in network marketing together in business, what were your biggest takeaways? Y'all, Rocks Talks, the podcast for network marketers, may be on pause, hint, hint, nudge, nudge. However, I am still rocking it actually Monday through Friday on Rocks Talks, the Rocks Talks show. I'd love to see you there. Link is here or just look up Rocks Talk Show on YouTube. You'll be able to catch it. Each episode is 16 minutes or less. Great for you to listen to while you are, I don't know, cleaning out your closet, while you're working out, while you're in the car. Um, It's Girl Talk. Uh, Let me be that person giving you just a little bit of encouragement, letting you know what what they're talking about around the water cooler, if there was still a water cooler, and much, much more. I'd love to see you there. Check me out at Rocks Talk Show or of streaming live wherever you listen to podcasts. Bye. Oh, that's a tough one, Roxanne. I think, well, I don't know. You probably mean all the good takeaways. But I think think probably the biggest, well, okay, so I'll give you the good and the negative. I think the, the most negative takeaways I got was how few men supported their wives. Because he had someone a female say to him, a good day for me is when my husband doesn't say something negative about my business. And that's the first time I realized how 
a lot of spouses don't have support. And then I think the good in it really was, like he said, our synergy. But there are things that each one of us are good at and things that we're bad at. And where I'm weak, he's strong. And where he's weak, I'm strong. And we feed off of that. Mm -hmm. And I know what my weaknesses are and he knows what his are. And we just let the other handle it. So I think that's probably my my biggest takeaway for us. Would you agree or want to add to yeah, that? That and also in any network marketing business, there's gonna be highs and lows. There's gonna be something you think was somebody's gonna be great for the business, they decided not to, and it's a downer. You thought it was a sure thing. So, you know, I was good about talking Debbie off the ledge. And, and there, there were days that Daryl said, I'm having a crisis in belief. Yeah, and when yeah. he had a crisis in belief, I did not. Yeah. And then when he needed to talk me off the ledge, um, <laughs> I, he wasn't. So yeah. we kind of always seem to be, one of us seemed to be on a, on a good, on a, a good day when the other wasn't. <laughs> Thank yeah. goodness. <laughs> It's our anniversary month, two years now since the Social Stories membership. And you might be wondering, why do I care, Roxanne? What does that mean for me? What that means for you is this. I was thinking about the best way to celebrate what the community has meant and how we've we've made an impact, a positive impact on network marketing. With that and with just some of the bad um the bad press we've been getting in network marketing over the last month, I thought, you know what, what I'd love to do is put together a masterclass that will help anyone in network marketing get clearer on how to grow their business on, on social media and not be spammy Tammy. And so this month I'm doing 11 total, yes, 11 live masterclasses that will give you exactly that. Why should you come and join us for this? Well, A, you're going to get actionable steps, things you can do, three things you can do right now, um, right when you get off that masterclass to really stop being spammy Tammy. You'll get some clarity on whether you are spammy Tammy, and then you're going to get perspective and those aha moments of what the purpose of network marketing and social media is, what social media is for your business, and how to use that in a way that attracts people to you and doesn't have them blocking you, ignoring you, avoiding and talking about you. I'd love for you to join us. And if maybe you're like, I'm already there, Roxanne. Awesome. Invite your upline, downline, sideline business partners to come to this very informative and very transformational masterclass. To sign up, simply go to socialstoriesmembership.com forward slash webinar. Again, there are 10 or 11, I should say, there are 11 webinars and maybe I'll do more, who knows, who knows? 11 masterclasses there for you to really, really, and that's chances. They're all the same. There's 11 chances for you to join us and really get perspective. We can say we don't want to be something or we can say, I don't want to be spamming to him anymore. But if you don't know how to actually stop doing it, you're just going to revert back to those bad practices and nobody needs that. So I can't wait to see you there and it's live. So um, I will see you then socialstoriesmembership.com forward slash webinar. You know, the, the weakness you talked about or the, the bad thing that you saw about how so many, so few are supportive. It's interesting because I do think network marketing companies in general try and combat that and in some ways finding the Daryls out there and, and, and bringing them up in, and having them speak at events. But also when they do have the um, reward trips, allowing you to bring a spouse or significant other on there. But this, the reality of it is those reward trips are for a very small percentage. Absolutely. 
And most don't get there or, or part of the reason they don't get there is because they don't have that support. Exactly. And in that business, a lot of men felt like it was skincare and therefore um, that's just for women. Mm -hmm. I even had my own son one day tell me, all you do is ride around and sell makeup. And I'm like, oh, that's not what I do. And I make more money than you do. But I didn't (laughs) say that, but that's what I thought. And so, but but they couldn't get past the skincare and see the business. Mm-hmm. And so I think that was a lot of the problem with some of the men that, that he was referring to early on. Don't you agree? Probably so. Yeah. So I, I use the products and, and love them. I mean, they still do. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, and they, and they always made the statement there within the, the company folks that, you know, men love the products. They just don't buy them. They just steal their wife's products. Well, I'm not embarrassed to say that I want my skin to look good. Yeah, it doesn't mean um We don't want to look old, do we? No. It doesn't mean, you know, that I'm not masculine or or, or, or anything, you know, just you know, I want my skin healthy and I want it to look good. So, you know, if somebody thought that was, you know, wasn't wasn't uh, a positive thing, I don't care. I Same reason you want to feel good on the inside, you want to look good on the outside, so, you know? Wrong with that. What would your advice be to for someone who is in an industry that might be considered more feminine on how to help their spouse? get past the feminine product, <laughs> feminine product is funny, and, and, <laughs> and focus more on the business? Um, well, I have several suggestions, and it's not necessarily for um, just a, a, a feminine type business like a skincare or, or a lot of people don't even like to refer to weight loss products as, as, man, as for a man, but, but for me, just in general, if you've got a spouse that's not supportive, I would say first thing you need to do is not shame them and remember what it was like when someone was trying to explain to you that it was not a pyramid scheme because that's what most people think. And so if you just don't shame them and give them the same grace that you wanted someone to give you, I think that helps a lot. And second of all, I always like to look at it like if you would um, cast the vision for them And we tend to start out in network marketing thinking that we're going to just, you know, shoot for the stars and, you know, and I, and I'm a, I'm a big believer in having big goals, but a hundred thousand dollars in your first month in network marketing is not going to happen. And statistically it's three to five years before any business, a brick and mortar business is profitable. So you've got to be realistic, but your spouse, if they are, if they are not a believer in your company or your business, if you start doing those lofty goals, like I'm going to retire you my first month in business, you know, and then you don't, then you've set that expectation and they're like, see, I told you. So I believe for the person that is skeptical is to literally set small visions for them. Like how would it make you feel if I could pay our car note this month? Or how would it make you feel if I could pay the babysitter this month? Or how would it make you feel if I could pay our student loans? And then I'll never forget one of the early, early leaders. And so she was, I I told her husband what she was doing. And she set out to make a a decent amount of money in her first month. And he just kind of said, okay, that's, you know, good. That's, that's good. Go right, go right ahead. Kind of like a lot of people do. And when her check came in for the first month, she worked really hard. The first month's check came in. She printed it out and set it on the kitchen counter. And he walked in and he said, what is this? And she said, that's my check. And he was like, what? (laughs) And so she had given him no expectation. She just let him see her be successful. 
And I believe if they can be, you can see you be successful in small things, that their vision will grow and they'll begin to see that you can be successful in bigger things. And I don't know, do you agree with that? Yeah, I agree with that. And, and also, if you can give them just some little things to do to kind of get them involved from the beginning, kind of like, like kind of like I was, even though Vivian didn't give but it. But you were extremely uh, open to that. A lot of you people know, aren't. But but you can frame it like you know I, I know so and so that you know it's one of your friends or you know I know a wife or whatever. If you have an opportunity, will you just kind of work it in the conversations? Hey, you. Know, you know, uh, Debbie's got this, you got a new business and just leave it there and let it come into the conversation and you can just work it in like, okay, well, I, you know, I don't really know that much about it, but I'm learning, but why don't I let Debbie tell you about it? Can you, you know, can you, can you uh, uh, give me your email address? She'll send some information or I got your phone number. So maybe she'd call you today or tomorrow or something like that. Will that work for you? And, you know, a little simple stuff. You know, you don't have to know everything and kind of pique their interest, get them involved. And, you know, they see, like I said, the success, you know, see some you know money coming into the income coming into the family. I, th I think those seeds will eventually start growing and they'll get more involved in it. Yeah. Yeah. Or ask them, figure out the comp plan for me. You know, there was something like that to get them involved. The guys love the business. I mean, love they the love facts. But they love the business, and you know most of them will, will dig in there and look at the financial part for you. That's another thing. I have this great um, sheet from the DSA. I'm looking at it as we speak, and it is called 2020 Consumer Attitudes and Entrepreneur Study. And a lot of times, if you will share the facts about network marketing with that skeptical person, you know, like like this fact sheet right here: 77 percent of Americans are interested in flexible entrepreneurial income earning opportunities. If you'll share those facts with them instead of leaving them with the thought that this is a, a pyramid scheme or, you know, someone's trying, you know, there's most of the time the skeptical person will say the only people that make money are the people at the top. Well, that's true, but anybody can get to the top. That's, that's the difference. I will never be CEO of what? I can't say Amazon. Oh, you're not supposed to say that. Well, now I'm going to say it, but you're not supposed to say it. I will never be the CEO of Amazon, but I can be the very top earner in my network marketing company. Something you said that I think was so poignant is and you said it in different ways is really giving baby steps, like giving them time to get used to it and to get acclimated and to get supportive of it, not expecting you, them to do it overnight. Um, and what I thought was really interesting too, is you, you talked about the, if, if they're thinking it's a pyramid scheme or something you're getting into, that's, you know, there's other words one, one uses when they talk about things like this. this when you start talking about, I'm going to make a hundred thousand dollars, even in the first year, that makes, it sounds very get rich quick, Absolutely. which causes them to be more skeptical and less supportive as well, too. Absolutely. Absolutely. So you guys, um, you are in a new network marketing company now or another we one. Are. Now. We are. Can you, can you tell us a little bit about that and um, how it is working together with, with that? Well, actually, Daryl um, left the company that I was currently with or that I was previously with. I stopped, about, being, I stopped being her partner. Yeah, he stopped because so he I was... Could, so I could do thing, something on my own. Right, because he wanted to, to branch out and look for other streams of income. Yeah. And so um, he left about three years ago, maybe? Two, three years ago? But probably two. And probably. so, um, but it was extremely difficult because 
like I said, we have this synergy about us and I needed him and he needed me. And so I, we had to make the decision, what are we going to do? And so I made a decision to join him this time. And so we joined a, a CBD business called My Daily Choice. And the difference between this business and the previous business is there is a ton of males in this business. Yeah, there are. And so I think that's um, probably more beneficial for you than me, but it is very much a... Uh, well, I won't say it's male-dominated. It's probably 50-50. I think the, the advantage is, you know, you've got both genders that yeah. are, are, are equally uh, uh, prospects, you right. know, in the business. Right, right. When, you know, when, when in, in your business, there certainly was more female. Right. So and I think that probably things. makes it a lot easier for you, too, because any, any male could be a prospect, where in other other situation that might not necessarily be the case. And this business is a multi-brand business, so the, the main revenue uh, generator is CBD, but they've got, you know, other brands, you know, whether it's a travel business or, you know, they've got essential oils and other things. So there's, there's more products there, if you will, and a little broader spectrum of, of products. So, you know, I like that part of it, too. And, and plus the, uh, it's not Bitcoin, what do you call it? Um, it is Bitcoin. Well, it's, they've got uh, a cryptocurrency. Yeah, they got a cryptocurrency thing, which yeah, attracts a lot of people business, today. Foreign exchange business, the yeah, yeah, yeah. you can you yeah. know, do foreign, foreign currency exchange yeah. and, and cryptocurrency exchange and stuff like that. So a lot of different things. Yeah. Do a lot of so that's been interesting, too. I've had to start to learn again. Because <laughs> yeah. I knew everything about my other company because I've been in it for 10 and a half years. And so st- suddenly to have to use my brain again, as you well know, Roxanne, it's been a little <laughs> bit of a challenge, but, but I'm learning. So that's yeah. how you keep your brain young too. <laughs> what is it like going from being skeptical for decades about network marketing and then diving in and now going to a second one? Um, what is that? What is that like? Is it, is it, it's harder than I thought. I think I had that conversation with you before. It's harder than I thought mm-hmm. um, because you it's just like anything, you know, if you've been in any, any a job or anything for any length of time, while you you feel this drawing to, to do something else, your heart still has been in that other business for so long that it's, it's a little difficult, really. But um, by the same token, it's refreshing. You know, I've got uh, a whole new set of um, friends and because, well, I mean, you know, let's be honest, we do make really good lifelong friends and these kind of businesses. And so I have a whole new set of friends and, um, and, and new products to add to my portfolio. So how was it for you? Uh, I think it was good. And, and actually the people that invited us into this business were some that we met with business training. They weren't in the same business that we were in, but we were, we were all of us were entrepreneurs and they had an opportunity you know, the, to, to, to go into this new business. So they thought of us and said, you know, we want you guys to come join us. So we said, you know, this is good opportunity. So we're going to do that. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. and it is such a people business yeah. that really we didn't learn about the business. We joined the people first and then learned about the business. I mean, I won't say we didn't know about the business because we already knew about the industry, but we were attracted to this business because of the relationship we developed with, to work these, with them, these yeah. people. So it's that and that's that's how it works a lot of times. It it's is. That you're in CBD because I think even though everyone knows CBD, although I bet most people don't know what CBD stands for, um, it's still a very new territory. Like wouldn't it's you? Right. 
which is exciting, I would think, but also um, you pro- there's probably a lot of education that goes into it. There is. And, you know, CBD only became uh, legal, if you will, during the when the Farm Bill came out, which was 20, well, it was, it was during it was the Obama secret. administration. Yeah, I think so, it was a little bit before that. But, uh, you know, there was, you know, CBD w- w- was available. There was nothing, you know, that restrictive about it because it didn't have any uh, THC in it. So, you know, it was there. But there were still people that were skeptical about oh, yeah. selling it oh, yeah. and buying it absolutely. because it was considered not well, the, considered. The connotation was there. Yeah, it was absolutely. just another name for, for marijuana. Mm-hmm. So absolutely, there was some, some, some uh, misinformation or misunderstanding about it. And, and the uh, farm bill kind of yeah, took, kind took of that away. Well, you couldn't even grow hemp, which is... Hemp's just totally different, and they used to, you know, make yeah, rope out yeah. of it, do all kind of different products, but they outlawed it some years back because of the... And so CBD's derived from the hemp. Yeah, from the hemp, so. so, yeah, there was a history there for sure. You all did a wonderful clubhouse, one I know you're going to repeat. <laughs> Here's me manifesting again about CBD. I learned so much about CBD that I didn't know. They did it on 420, wink, wink. Um, but it was <laughs> it was super educational. Um I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, but the pandemic and the last year or so has just sped up our desire to have be healthier in different ways. Yeah. Uh, which Agreed. I'm guessing lends itself well to what you guys are now selling. I agree. Plus the pandemic also lent a lot, lent a lot of our need for CBD and products like that because there was so much stress and anxiety involved around the pandemic and CBD helps calm and, and, and relax you and, you know, calms your stress and, and that type of thing. So that industry really started booming as well because of the pandemic. So, and so did network marketing, as you well know. Marketing period, for sure. So it was kind of like a perfect marriage, like your marriage. Like our marriage. Perfect storm. <laughs> <laughs> um, tell me, okay, so this has been fantastic and I love what we're hearing and learning. But tell me, is there anything that you guys would add in general, whether it be about network marketing, about transitioning companies, about power partners, any of it? You know, I think, I think I've pretty much said most things that I could think of, you know, uh, the, the most important thing for me was, like I said, learning our strengths and our weaknesses and allowing the other to, to play off of those and, and do what what we don't do well. Um, and can you think of anything else? Well, I think, you know, just us being able to, you know, be on a podcast or be in front of this camera or to be on a Zoom or, or whatever is, is something I never thought, you know, really about doing and whether I would even like it or not. But, uh, you know, getting used to using those tools in the business has just opened up a whole avenue. I love doing things like this, you know, uh, a podcast and you know, doing this with, with Roxanne and uh, other people in the Zooms that we do with our church group or whatever it is that we never would have done. And, and learning about technology and those types of things. So that's, you know, that's been great for us. I mean, Debbie knows more about, you know, different apps and things on on the uh, Facebook and Instagram to support our business and, you know, that we ever even imagined. So it's really cool to be, you know, involved in technology and, and new things and also stretching ourselves and the people that are successful stretch themselves and use the technology, whether it's 
you know, being on camera or social media, whatever it happens to be. And uh, I think that's pretty cool. And I think the only other thing I would add to that is, and he, like he said, there are ups and downs and you've got to manage those valleys as well as you manage the peaks because there are going to be peaks and there are going to be valleys and the valley is the hardest. And if you quit, you'll never know what a peak is like. So you've got to learn to manage those and starting over um, there are a lot more valleys than there are peaks at first, but if you just learn and don't give up and keep on going, eventually there'll be more peaks and there will be valleys. So I think for me, starting over, that's probably been one of the biggest lessons because I have forgotten what it was like to be new. Yeah. <laughs> you know, watching you and I have the pleasure, of course, because you're in elite social stories of getting to have one-on-one coaching with you, Debbie. Um, but that it, watching you go through that mental process of really transitioning and so starting. Hard. Yeah. But, but, but here's what I love because Daryl, it's funny because Debbie and I have been, you know, meeting for a better part of a year. Um, And Debbie, you've been in social stories now for almost two years now, I think, but I didn't know you. Right. So I didn't, I didn't know Daryl. Daryl had left the the other company before then, but then you started to talk about him and how, you know, I, you had, you felt this magnetic force and it wasn't even that you were pressuring her in any way, Daryl, to do it, but she was feeling called to go that way. So it's fun to watch that transition. And then I'll never forget the one-on-one I had with you, Debbie, where Daryl came and we just had like a whole hoot nanny conversation. And I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. oh, now I see like the Debbie, the Mason puzzle came together. And it just, I was like, aha, I get it now. You guys are so much stronger and better, you know, better together, stronger together. It is, it's true with the two of you. So it's been fun. And I know Debbie, it's been a challenge for you uh, for sure, but you, y'all are just stronger. I'm so excited for both of you. And I'm so excited to see how my choice grow because it's, you guys are doing phenomenal. And Debbie, you're hard on yourself because you act like or you say you're not good at technology and all the social media, but I know you've got it, girl. You're rocking it. I've got it. I do have it more than most people my age. Let me put it that way. (laughs) You don't get to put that caveat on it. I'm sorry. No, I'm always learning. (laughs) And how good did you feel when my mom was having Facebook? (laughs) But how cute, like, I just loved it because you are, are hard on yourself. So when my mom was having Facebook issues contacting you, I was like, I hope Debbie realizes she's got this. <laughs> she's the cutest thing. I just love her. And when I scroll down Clubhouse and I see her name in a room, I'm like, oh my gosh, I love it. Oh, she's come full circle. Always on Clubhouse. I'm like, mom, you barely know Facebook, but you're on Clubhouse all the time. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Oh my goodness. Well, I am so, thank you guys so much for being on the podcast. Thank you for being part of the social stories community because I, I hope you get a lot out of it, but I know you're giving so much to so many people. And I love that. And you talked about it when you're talking about um, the restaurant manager that you're like, she's not going to join our team, but we're going to help her be great in network marketing. Anyway, I love your servant's heart and all that you guys do and just keep being you because it's phenomenal. Well, thank you so much, Roxanne. Thank you for having us. You know, I love Absolutely. you. And I appreciate um, everything you, you do to keep me on track. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to put it that way. And, uh, and we do plan on doing more CBD rooms and Clubhouse. Yeah. And uh, we do plan on doing more rooms together. So Awesome. 
If we want to find out more about you or your My Daily Choice business, how do we find the Masons? That's a good question. I don't know yet. (laughs) (laughs) Well, they can always uh, find me at uh, MyDailyChoice.com, which is uh, um, CBD Hemp Boss. I'm still learning that. Wait a moment. Hold on. Hold the phone. If I go to MyDailyChoice.com, aren't I going to see like everybody? But his name is CBD Hemp Boss. It's, it's uh, oh, it's literally cbdchoice.com slash CBD Hemp Boss. So let me, can we go, okay, now time out. You're the Hemp Boss? You know what <laughs> mine is? What is yours? I am Hemp Boss Babe. <laughs> hemp I, Boss Babe. And reason number five gajillion why I love the two of you. That's <laughs> CBD Hip Boss, Hip Boss Bay. There you go. It's such a delight, you guys. Thank you so much. Thank you, Roxanne. Thank you. I mean, I don't want to say I told you so, but I kind of told you so. (laughs) Are they not amazing? Um, I hope I know that you got so many great tidbits and inspiration from from Debbie and Daryl Mason. So there you have it. You know, I, I... this month has been so exciting because I'm getting to highlight some of the, and there are many amazing people inside of social stories and just do a little case study on their experience and who they are and what makes them so special. If you think that maybe you would like to have some one-on-one coaching, you would like to get a deeper into a community that's going to help you grow your business wherever you're at, whatever your goal may be, whatever your situation may be, I highly recommend that you come to an upcoming webinar that's happening in the Rocks Talks community, where you can find out more about, about what it's like to be an elite member, about getting coaching for myself and group coaching and being in that environment with the Debbie Masons and Daryl Masons of the world. Um, simply go to rockstalkspodcast.com, right-hand side. You're going to see a link that you can get into the podcast. Or, I'm sorry, this is the podcast. Getting into the, to the special um, live web... I want to say webinar, but I don't really want to say webinar, honestly, because it's going to be a conversation where you're going to learn more about what it's like to be an elite and see if it's right for you. Coming up later this month, so be sure to go ahead and click on the link so you can get complete access and be at this very transformational event. There's no reason that the next quarter, which does technically start in July, can't be your quarter. The one that transitions and gets you to where you want to go for 2021. It is not too late to make 2021 your year, but you may need some help to do it. Don't we all need help to do it? An elite might just be for you. So if you're looking for that or you're curious, you just want to know more, definitely go to rockstalkspodcast.com to get more information. And I cannot wait to see you live there. So behind the scenes, now y'all, you know, like I, I love to tell you, I don't know why, but I like to tell you exactly when it's recording. So you get some perspective life and where you are and all those things. And so I decided to do a marathon recording session, which happens to be, this is the last one of the day. And you're gonna laugh at me because I was doing the, the third one before. And I'm like, I don't know. I was talking to my sister between. And I was like, why I thought that I needed to do four podcasts in one day is beyond me. I'm exhausted. I'm like, but you know what? I'm so excited because it's Debbie and Daryl coming up at the end. And if nothing else, I'll let the two of them talk and I'll just sit here. I was so energized listening to them and learning from them and I'm just being empowered by them. So that was like the best thing ever to have them as the finale of this 
or run podcast <laughs> recording. Um, so I hope that you just really were able to soak that up and soak that in. Um, I'm not going to give any other behind the scenes because you've probably heard it on the three other podcasts or you'll hear it coming up soon on a podcast thing and when they they record. Um, but I do want to share with you, if you are not on Clubhouse, it is time to... Well, if you are on Club... I don't want to force you on Clubhouse if you don't want to be there. But if you're curious about Clubhouse, it's time to get on Clubhouse and check it out. And check out the Social Stories Club. It is something that is a passion of mine and the ability because Clubhouse is new. And you and I both know that sometimes in network marketers, when we see some new concept in social media, we kind of bastardize it. Yes, I said it. Um, and so the pool might be to think, let's have a club that is specifically named after our company and let's like have these rooms. And that's exactly what not to do in Clubhouse. What I love about the Social Stories Club is that it's allowing you a safe and wonderful place to network, not only with network marketers, but also people who are just interested in the topics you have. You heard me talk about Debbie and Daryl who did a CBD and they're doing more CBD rooms, learning more about CBD. They're giving value. And then if people want to join them in My Daily Choice, they can, they have that opportunity but it's giving people value where they're at in an unassuming way that helps to break the barriers that happen when people think, oh my gosh, network marketing, MLM, pyramid scheme, that goes away when it's done in a, in a great way. And so I encourage you and invite you to join us, the Social Stories Club. Just search it under clubs and follow us. Join the club. And also, we'd love to see you in a room. Every Friday, 9.30 a.m., I'm hanging out with you right there uh, for the Rocks Talks podcast live where we talk about past, the episode of the week and the topic of the week, but you get to do that in a forum of uh, that's live with other Rocks Talks podcast community members. So we'd love to see you there and love to see you in the Social Stories Club. All right, you you guys are amazing. And you're not ahead. You are not behind. You're exactly where you need to be. And I'll see you next week for another episode of Rocks Talks. Take care. Knock, knock. Who's there? Black Friday deals are here. Woo! Okay, here's the skinny. Rocks Talks is doing the largest spe sales special bonuses you've ever seen in the Rocks Talks community are now live. But we're telling the general population to get on the wait list, which is true. But here's the surprise. When you get on the wait list, bada bing, it unlocks all of the deals now. Why? Because we know you're shopping now. We know that there's tools that you need to close your year strong and kick off 2023 that you need now when you want them. So as a result, take a look at the Rocks Talks done by you, done for you, and done with you deals. Steep deals and the actually the launch of social emails. It is officially here. And when you're the, one of the first 100, you get a special surprise, three bonuses and a deal. And also new kits. We have a new kit. The Hero Product Kit is now live. So many things. I'm not supposed to tell you all this, but go to socialstoriesmembership.com forward slash Black Friday. Get on the wait list and boom, the deals will be unlocked so you can be the first to get them. Enjoy. I'll see you over there.